My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited for today. The guest I'm bringing on, Cheryl Woodhouse. Um, she's the founder of Tactile Design Company, who has been in the digital marketing space for over 19 years. So she's also the host of podcast Master of, Nuff, of None. And she also has a new podcast launching in January 2023 for freelancers. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Super exciting things happening. Cheryl, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for jumping on today. Oh, thanks so much, Brittany. It's great to be here. Awesome. So, you know, before we really dive into any of our topics or uh, talking about the podcast, do you mind just, you know, going ahead and giving us a bit of your background? How did you get to where you are today? Because you are doing some amazing things. Um, and I know that you have been a full-time mom during the most part of um, the journey. So how did you juggle it? What was your journey like? If you don't mind sharing your story with us. Yeah. I mean, for the Cliff Notes version, we'll go back to my childhood, right? Um, <laughs> that's that's a joke. Uh, so we're starting off, you know, I was always that kid, that gifted kid, right? And I had a million interests. I was self-taught and everything bouncing around all over the place. And I got into my teen years and marketing really caught my eye. I was always a writer and I started picking up these copywriting skills. And I was like, I, I could really do something with this, right? And so I sold my very first freelance project for $20 to write a single email. It wasn't even for a launch. It was just somebody, somebody needed one email written for their product. And that was proof enough for me somehow that I could make a full-time living as a freelancer, doing copywriting, doing marketing, doing all of these things. In the 19 plus years since then, I think right about 19 and a half now, I have kept up doing the same thing. So I added all sorts of digital marketing skills along the way. We've done Facebook ads, we've done social media marketing, we've built entire funnels and group programs and courses for our clients. Everything you can imagine, if someone needed it along the way, I would figure out a way to learn it and to implement it and to get the people and support behind it to make it happen. Um, I managed to go full time and support my family solely on my freelancing when my oldest was born 12 years ago. Um, and I've been the sole provider for the whole family since while raising the three kids. And a few years ago, I figured out why I have so many varied interests and have been able to learn so many things so quickly. Um, when I started to read a little bit more about ADHD and neurodivergence. And so now full circle. That's who I help. I help people see that they can really make a good living, a six figure income as a freelancer, you know, online doing the digital marketing thing with ADHD. Um, and that's who I primarily focus on helping is those freelancers and agencies that are looking to get some consistency, get some stability without necessarily having the ability to be consistent themselves. 
Incredible. Wow. I, I love that you, you know, accomplished all these things on your own while still being a mom of three children. And I know that would be a juggle. So um, congratulations, because you're doing some incredible stuff here. Now, I know you just touched on where you're at with the business. Do you want to dive in a little bit deeper as to um, exactly what you're, um, what you have to offer and how you go about delivering it? Yeah, so we have kind of two arms to the business. There's the mentorship arm and there's the agency arm. Um, essentially, all of it just comes down to building premium brands for service providers so that they can get high ticket long term clients, right? Because that's that's the ultimate goal. Nobody wants to be starting over every month selling new engagements to new clients. Here's a $5,000 website suite. I need six more of those and we can make our payroll this month and then I got to do it again next month. Nobody wants to be doing that, right? So what I focus on is helping agencies and freelancers do market research projects that position them as experts and build them premium networks that so that they can get projects that have 10, 20, 30, 40, 60, 80,000 dollar budgets. We stretch mm -hmm. those projects out over three, six, sometimes even 12 month engagements, and we spread out the cash flow. So now we're getting consistency with set deliverables. So no more retainer rush right before the client has to make their monthly payment. And we get the consistency in our cash flow. Clients get to invest at a higher level because they get to spread out the expense over a longer period of time. And we're not chasing $5,000 website projects anymore. Right. This is absolutely incredible. Like, I, I honestly, and I think the high ticket is way, the way to go. Yeah, for service providers, absolutely. Like, eventually, you'll probably hit a maximum where you can't really raise your rates anymore. And you've got to start providing something a little bit more leverage for the people who can no longer afford you. But by that time, you've got the bankroll and you've got the runway, you can build an audience and go with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. High ticket is the way to go hundred uh, percent for those reasons. Now. Okay. You know, you mentioned, um, or we kind of spoke about it a little bit earlier, but um, can we talk and dive into about the successes and the challenges of growing a business um, a little bit deeper uh, when you talk about, you know, as a person with ADHD, um, maybe even as a mom with three kids, I mean, we have so many listeners here that could relate to it. So if you don't mind just going back to that topic, I think that would be really relatable. Yeah, I mean, for me, one of the hardest things about growing a business as a mom and as someone with ADHD um, is that there was no one out there to teach me how to do it, right? Like there was most of the education on entrepreneurship is coming from people who don't have all of those added responsibilities and those additional challenges at best they have one or the other right and so what i had to do was spend i think at this point over a hundred thousand dollars on business education to try and figure out what to do and then figure out myself how to make it work for me figure out myself how to make it fit the fact that i don't have the same 24 hours in a day that everyone else does because in the middle of a podcast interview, my seven-year-old might want to show me something on his Nintendo Switch and I have to turn my head, right? right? Right, Because that's important to me. My kids are important to me and my client experience is also important to me. So how do I balance those things in a way that makes sense? Um, one of the things that I learned that might be valuable for your listeners here is just that balance itself 
really isn't possible as a mom who runs a business. Um, what I try and strive for instead is that, you know, the same thing I tell my kids, it doesn't have to be even, it just has to be fair. And being fair means that everyone gets the attention that they need when they need it relative to their need, right? So just like you wouldn't force your other children to have a snack when one of them's hungry, you're not going to force yourself to spend time on your business when, you're, when your family needs you just so that you're spending equal shares of time. Sometimes your business is going to need you more. Sometimes your family is going to need you more. And respecting and accepting that instead of beating yourself up for it really unlocks like a whole new level of productivity and well-being from an emotional standpoint that you can't get otherwise. I love that. Yeah. To under just understanding that it's okay to spend more time with the family on some days than you are on the business. And um I think if you can make a habit of being okay with that kind of stuff, your business is still going to be successful, but so is your your home life, your family time, you know, um, and being okay with it and going with, going along with the flow, honestly, um, incredible. So let's jump into, you know, some of the, we know there's a lot of wins with, you know, getting to that six figure mark or higher. What are some of the biggest challenges to get to that next level? Would you say besides maybe besides, um, you know, figuring out how to work it best with ADHD and as a mom, any other challenges that you think might be relatable to our listeners as well? I mean, once you hit a certain point, I was talking with someone about this today, you know, once you figure out how to get clients and like what your niche is and you've got your first clients and you've got your packages and like all that shiny stuff in the newbie world of business education, you've got two options. You can keep learning from the newbie stuff or you can go into stuff that's like way light years ahead and they're talking about scaling a team right? And you're somewhere in the messy middle. And there's not a lot in the messy middle. And I know that because I spent a lot of time there, frankly. And, you know, one of the lessons that was most important for me um, in that messy middle and starting to come out the other side of it it was just, especially with ADHD, stop trying to be consistent. Stop trying to pretend that you have a whole team of people that can help you put out a Facebook post Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and a YouTube video Tuesday and Thursday and stick to a consistent schedule with everything. The most important thing is to be persistent. So instead of trying to stick to a rigid schedule and creating content when it feels forced, to give yourself permission to come back to something after you've dropped off, um, being persistent and sticking to it even looking at most of the influencers who have hundreds of thousands of followers and are massively successful, they have a very scattered beginning of their social media existence. They'll have like a video here and then three months later is a couple of weekly vlogs. And then there's a product review six months after that. And like, they're all over the place until something finally sticks and hits and takes off. And the consistency thing is nowhere near as important as persisting through all of those trial runs and all of the errors and all of the different paths you're going to try and take to get past. I know how to get clients. I have too many of them and I'm kind of burning out to, I have high ticket long-term clients. I am able to, you know, make payroll, support the business, support the agency, whatever it is. And now we're starting to work on building your influence. Now we're starting to work on building your audience. Now we're starting to create something with leverage. Now we're becoming a thought leader in this space. You know, 
those things come to those who, who stick with it long enough to see them. Yeah, 100%. And I think that so many of us get distracted by the, the next shiny thing, right? Well, yeah. this is going to be a quick fix, or this, this should help me right away. And we have to understand that, you know, it's delayed gratification all the time. And if you just stick to it for long enough, it's going to pay off in long term, much better yeah. than it would with those instant gratifications. So completely understand that. So walk us through a little bit of your, your, you mentioned that you have too many clients and sometimes you feel like you're burning out. Um, understand that walk us through your client acquisition. Yeah. So this is, this is a really common point for a lot of people to get to in their freelance careers. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I've got 10 clients. I've still got those hourly people that I took on when I was first getting started, you know, right. (laughs) A lot of people end up there and they end up in burnout. And one of the things that I learned that I now help other people do is I change, I change the client acquisition strategy to really focus on outreach. Because one of the things that I learned is that people with six and seven figure budgets for their department, for their business, for their growth are not sitting there consuming your free content all day long. They're not reading your value posts in Facebook groups. They're not downloading your opt-in freebies. They're not doing those things. They are reaching into their networks and pulling recommendations. Um, And so you have to reach them by reaching out to them and offering them some value, right? And so that's what I really focus on is fixing not the pricing of the services, but the people that we're targeting and the level of value we can give them because then the prices can naturally rise. Absolutely. And I think having that narrowed down that uh, that niche of people that are a fit that can afford um, your program, then they're not going to be waiting to consume that free content or anything. If they're, if their clock's at 12 and they're a fit and they see the value in it, they're going to, it's going to be no problem. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So incredible. So how does the podcast tie into the business? Ah, So this is a really important piece because one of the things that really helped me go from, Hey, I'm mentoring freelancers, like every other person who has a freelancer program out there to actually doing like six figures in our first 18 months with this program was representation. It was showing people who aren't normally shown that they can be successful, who are normally marketed to by focusing on all of the things that they can't do, that they can actually do this. And so the Master of None podcast has focused exclusively on interviewing successful entrepreneurs who are neurodivergent in some way. They have ADHD, they have autism, they're dyslexic, they're, you know, their brain works differently and showing people who are listening that they these people are successful. So you can be successful too. Not all of the content online about ADHD has to be about, you know, you can't remember this, here's how to use a timer, oh, go use a planner and all these other strategies that don't work. Sometimes we just need to remember that if we keep going, we can do this. It's not impossible for us. 100%. So, so with the experts that you guys interviewed, do they often turn into clientele later on or how does that work? Um, so for that, most of them actually turned into collaborators, partners, referral sources, things like that, because a lot of them are operating in similar spaces, right? So um, many of them have turned into content experts in our programs. Many of them have turned into actually friends. I have a couple of them that I still chat this with on great. a regular basis. 
Um, you know, I think the intention was to have it become a prospecting thing, but at the end of the day, we ended up talking with a lot of really amazing people who were at the same level we were. And so it just became an amazing positioning tool and a resource for everyone else, which is part of why we're launching the new podcast in January. Yeah. Do you mind diving into that and the new podcast? It's really exciting. Tell us some more about that. Yeah. So this is right away here. Yeah, I know. It's it, it's ridiculous how quickly that's coming up. Um, you know, this new podcast is really going to be centered around B2B service providers, and we're just going to be uncovering everything. We're going to be figuring out, okay, what's working in this space? How are people selling things successfully? What are the services that are in demand right now? Are you seeing that there's a recession or are you in the sectors that are like, there's no recession? What are you talking about? Because those sectors exist too. Um, you know, we're oh, yeah. really getting... Yeah, we're going to be diving into everything and figuring out the, the problems, the challenges, the goals, the opportunities, um, and what made them successful and where they're struggling too, because that's really going to help us create good content for our listeners and position us really well. And hopefully also some of those people will share some of the challenges that we can help with along the way. A hundred percent. I love the sounds of that. It, like it's going to tie into your business really well, but also you're talking about things that really matter and really getting different opinions on it and bouncing co- uh, conversation and ideas off of each other. Uh, so that's really exciting. Oh, I like it. Yeah. So oh, it's going to be fab. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be fabulous. So I know we're getting close to the end of the episode here, but I do want to ask, you know, what is, um, you have the cutest dog, by the way, you guys were, you know, as podcasters, we often do this at home and we both have our dogs here and we love our dogs. So <laughs> if you hear, you know, Cheryl's dog or my dog in the background, you always will hear dogs on my show. So no worries. <laughs> That's why I love my show. I'm like, the dogs are allowed. The dogs are allowed. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Cheryl, he wants, he wants out and he's very adorable, but uh, yeah. he is, he's, he's, he's another, him. he's a bonus guest. <laughs> I love it. My mind finally fell asleep, but he was on the show earlier <laughs> all day long. So um, tell me a bit about your focus uh, and desire. I, I know you mentioned, you know, for 2023 in the new podcast, any other focuses and desires that you want to meet or accomplish um, for 2023? I mean, I think I spoke to this a little bit earlier. There's, there's a big problem in business education, especially online yeah. business education. You know, I've been around this space for long enough that it makes me feel old to talk about it, but I'm still a millennial. I'm okay. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I've seen a lot of evolutions in business education. I've seen from when people could just sell a, a course with no support whatsoever for thousands and thousands of dollars. And now you got to add a little bit of support to get that kind of you know, revenue flowing in. And it's getting even further than that. And the, the reason I think it's getting more and more into support is because the education isn't working. It's because the things that people are teaching, I mean, for the most part, courses have an accepted 92% failure rate. 8% of mm-hmm. people who join a program actually succeed. And that's a problem. People end up investing a lot of money to try and grow and become successful and not actually becoming successful. And so, one of the things I really want to focus on for 2023 is the messy middle where a lot of that happens. The people who know their niche and know how to get clients and know what they're doing, but they're not yet scaling an agency. And there's not a lot of programs and services targeted to helping those people. Um, and there's not a lot of a lot of ability to help those people because there's 
everyone who's stuck there is stuck there with them. <laughs> right. And so there's a lot of opportunities in doing research in, you know, building more premium brands in building your thought leadership that can really help people in the space that I want to focus on making people more aware of and really building on for themselves. Incredible. Yeah. I think that, that focus is huge. Um, especially because of how, um, how much of that is going on today. And we need help with that. We really do. And um, you have a lot to offer in that area. So we need more of you. <laughs> Love it. Super exciting. So now with the new podcast, you said it's coming out in January, 2023. Um, are you also in, correct me if I forgot, or I, I missed this, but I just want to make sure I'm understanding. Are you going to be doing solos and interviews or mostly just interviews or just solos? So I'm always a huge collaborator. It's how I market. It's how I do everything. So 99% of what I plan on is being interviews um, because I mean, getting in front of other people's audiences any way you can is a great way to grow. Yeah. And it's almost like a snowball effect, really. Um, the people that you meet from the connections you create all over the world, just by having a podcast, Never mind the people you bring on the show, the show you go on, uh, the referrals that come after it. Uh, it's just huge. So it's super, super exciting. Um, Cheryl, if now is the time, you know, we're getting close to the end of the episode, but if you want to add anything else in regards to your business or, um, what you're offering totally, um, now is the time to do that. And also if anyone's looking to connect with you, if you want to let them know the best way to go ahead and reach out to you and what you have to offer, that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, the best thing to do right now, honestly, is hop over to the website for my mentorship program. It's at soloschool.ca. Um, and on that website, we have a little quiz. And it tells you your neurodivergent freelancer archetype. And this applies even for agency owners, but there's archetypes to this. We've got the helper, because you tend to over deliver and scope creep runs your life. And then you've got the analyst who's really big on the numbers and the data, but doesn't like the peopling side of things so much. And if you want to figure out which one you are and what steps you should actually take to get those premium high ticket long term clients, that's the quiz to take. And on the thank you page for taking the quiz, you can find all my socials too. Perfect. Amazing. Cheryl, this has been such a pleasure having you on, you know, touching on the topics that we haven't touched on uh, throughout my, my shows on the podcast yet, which was really nice to have, you know, something different and um, something that's really important. So such a pleasure to have you on. I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know how busy you are. So thank you again. And uh, I can't wait to see what next year brings for you. It's super exciting with the new podcast. So group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure entrepreneur or higher and would like to come on, just like our amazing Cheryl Woodhouse did today to talk about your journey, talk about the podcast and the business, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on. Thanks so much, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, 
download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.